Welcome to the Sageness Podcast, kings and queens. I am your host. My name is Leilani. Today's mini-sode is titled Parenting. And I am going to start off with this quote. And the quote reads, there is no such thing as a perfect parent. So just be a real one. And that quote is by Sue Atkins. So this episode is dedicated to my babies, my kids. And with Mother's Day just recently passing and Father's Day coming up, I um, thought this would be a good, a fitting episode to do and to kind of talk about because I know sometimes as parents, as parents, we don't talk about parenting a lot surprisingly. We talk about things that we go through as parents. We talk about our struggles as parents, especially when you're talking to other parents. But one thing we don't really sit down and talk about at all, really, is parenting. Um, you know, as parents, you you try to you try to um, kind of guide your kids. And, and especially if you know they're on that journey of having a kid, um, you try to, gu- try to guide them in the right direction. But I you know, nobody gives a parenting talk. Like parenting is one of those things that you just kind of learn and do, right? And for me, parenting is one of the most rewarding, crazy, craziest, emotional, unsure, upsetting, proud, happiest, saddest, all of the emotions, right? One of the most emotional type of rides that I've been on in my life. But the best thing that I have gained out of all of it, besides my kids, was understanding for my parents, right? Um, and some of you who are parents or have been parents for a while or have raised your kids and they're, you know, whatever stage in your journey you are at, aside from probably just starting out as parents, you probably understand exactly what I'm talking about. One of the other things that made me realize being a parent is that my kids won't fully understand or gain understanding of some of the things um, that me and my husband have done or tried to do or tried to instill in them or teach them as parents until they themselves become parents and um, gain better understanding of the world and how it is to care for another little human being aside from yourself, right? It's kind of like how it is when we take our journeys in life, you know? We we go through our journeys and we learn things and we go through th- things in our journeys. And as we're going through things, we become wiser and more experienced. And the same thing goes for parenting. But, you know, I've learned, like, for me, I've learned so much about myself through parenting, um, I've learned so much about, or I've gained, I'll say this, I've gained so much understanding about my parents' journeys in parenting after I became a parent and I went through different stages of, of parenting. My advice for anyone out there who are just starting out being parents or who are wanting kids or, and maybe if you don't even have kids, at the point in life that you're at. But my advice, and I'm no expert, I'm not like a child psychologist, parenting expert or anything like that. I just have a lot of kids. <laughs> Honestly, I just have a lot of kids. But um, I have learned that the top two things to provide to your children 
as a parent and in your parenting journey, aside from the fact that letting them know that they're loved is to um, provide them with emotional stability, number one, and to provide them or, or teach them the knowledge of provide them with the knowledge of informing them that as parents, we're not perfect, right? Um, but you do your best. It's, I think it's, those are the top two most important things. If you do nothing else as a parent, if you teach your kids nothing else as a parent to teach to your kids is to, to teach them emotional stability, right? And to let them know and, and, and gain understanding that you understand that you yourself are not perfect. So to touch on the emotional stability part, and a lot of us as parents, like, don't get me wrong. A lot of us as parents, when we go into parenting, many of us aren't even prepared for it. Even when we try to prepare for it, we're not prepared for it, right? And you don't really realize just how much emotional baggage you have sometimes when until you have to teach someone something or until you have to, um, until you're responsible for someone. And for me, like I said, parenting forced me to deal with a lot of my issues because I wanted what's what was best for my children at the end of the day. And I wanted to make sure that I myself, when my kids become adults and when they are adults, that we have a good standing relationship. And so how do you find that balance, right? How do you find the balance of being the parent that teaches your kid discipline, that teaches your kid, um, <laughs> you know, um, that becomes the teacher, the preacher, and all of the above, because essentially that's what parents do. They 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 fill in the gaps where other things in life don't are. They are trying to um, foresee what problems our kids could go through and try to make sure that we provide them with the best tools possible to tackle those problems. And so as a parent, like, for me, I thought, like, teaching my kids all these skills and teaching them all these things to prepare them for what could possibly happen was the best way to go. And I started to learn in my process as a parent that especially since I have, I'm in a position where my kids are all different age groups. Um, I like, I, my kids are all gapped out, right? They're all spaced out. There's five year gaps in between one of my children, two of my children are two years and then another five year gap, five to six year gap. And then I have two other children that are two years apart. And so what I've learned in that process is that it was more important for me what I have learned, you know, and, and unfortunately, I've said this before, sorry, older children, but sometimes where you, you end up being the guinea pig for your parents because your parents are going through a process and learning. Nobody gives parents a handbook and says, this is how you become a parent, right? This is what you do to become a parent. So that's why I said I'm not an expert in this matter. I just am um, speaking on my experience. And in my experience, when going through parenting, I look back at my oldest all the way down to my youngest child. And I see that the most important thing, I've come to learn that the most important thing, in my opinion, to teach my children is number one, that their parents are not perfect. Number two, emotional stability. Teach our children. I think it's very important to teach our children how to deal with emotion. Because let me tell you, how many adults out there, maybe you don't realize it. Maybe you haven't come to realize it or you're just coming to realize it, but I know I did. Many adults out there 
have issues dealing with emotion. I know I did. Um, and it caused so many problems for me as a parent, so many problems in my marriage. It just caused a lot of problems. And so knowing and understanding that, I really got to a point in my parenting journey where I realized it's more important for me to teach my kids emotional stability than it is to teach them facts of life, how to get a job, um, like all those things are still important, you know, how to get a job, how to be responsible. All of those things are important. But the sad truth about it is when they go out into this world, there's going to be so many things in this world that are going to, that are going to be damaging to their mental health, that it is vital that we as parents take the time to teach our kids mental stability, that it is vital that we teach our kids how to deal with their emotions, that it's okay to have emotion um, because nobody in the world is going to teach that to them, right? Nobody's going to take the time to teach that to them unless they themselves seek it out. And a lot of times people end up doing that. They go to counseling, they, they fall into depression and, and they get the help that they need. But if they, these people, my, myself included, were provided with these tools to begin with. What kind of quality life do you think you would have? Like for any of you out there who think, reflect back on your, um, and I don't, like I do not, do not blame any parents for not providing these to their children because the world is the way it is and um, we just don't think about these things. You know what I mean? We, we, we focus so much on other things in our lives. We focus on success. We focus on money. We focus on getting things done. Like, you know, especially the way the world is built, like put your children in school, give them an education. Um, we're taught at such a young age that, and I've been guilty of teaching this to my kids that if you don't have an education, you don't make something of yourself, you're just going to be miserable. Right. And that's not, the truth because how many millionaires out there have money have success have good careers but they are mentally not okay how many famous people out there make it big fall into depression fall into drug use like you see it every single day we see it every single day in life you know and some people make it out of the woods okay um, with a couple of scratches scrapes and bruises some people lose body parts some people lose a part of themselves and some people just don't make it out at all right some people just don't and um it is unfortunate that things like that happen in the world and I, I had to learn as a parent that sometimes it's okay to shut the world away sometimes it's okay to leave the homework undone when your child is having a breakdown sometimes it doesn't like why do we as parents and I think we do that a lot as parents we place our value as parents on our children's success how are they doing in school? Are they a straight A student? Do they have good? Do they have bad grades? And there's so much information that our children have access to now with social media that their mental health is even more important. Because just imagine, like when I was going to school, there was no social media. There was just the friends, the pretty girl in school, the popular girl, you know what I mean? Um, when you come home and watch TV, you see the models in the magazine. But we are in a time where your son or daughter can open up their phone and be influenced in a second. And those things that influence them sometimes, and I'm not blaming the people that make the things that influence them. It, it you know, unfortunately, it's the sad truth of how the world is. Those things sometimes, a lot of times, majority of the time, 
have a mental effect on our children, right? And so they get this information at the drop of a dime where we went to school, you know, we had to learn to meet people. You figured out who the popular girl was. You either liked them or didn't, got teased, got bullied or you didn't. And then you come home and then you might finish your homework, go outside, play. I don't know. And then watch TV. This is just my, how my childhood was. Right. And then when we sat down and watched TV, maybe we watched TV after school was over. That's when we would see the flashing screens of the models and the, the rappers and the famous people making money and, and having this great life. But in today's time, our kids are consistently exposed to it consistently 100% exposed to it every time how many kids do you see walking down the street they're glued to their phone I'm glued to my phone sometimes and we see all these images and I'm guilty of it like sometimes I'll go on Facebook and be like oh look at this couple they took a trip to this awesome place I wish I could take a trip and you don't realize like you know even me as an adult you don't realize like in that moment you are um you are putting a value on who you are, what you're doing, how you're doing it, that you're not doing it good enough. You know what I mean? And that as adults, like as adults, we've learned to, to, we learn in time, I guess, to value ourselves because we, some of us do, and it takes us some of, some of us a while to do that. But our children in the time that they're at, they are more exposed to things that devaluate them than they are to things that value them that lift them up and they just are at this point in life and that's why even now more so I find that it's vital to provide our kids with or teach them mental stability even if you yourself aren't the most stable mental mental wise um I think that the generation prior to this generation of phones and tablets and Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff, the generation prior to that is better equipped to provide this mental stability to the generation that is going to be the generation that leads this country soon, right? Um, Because there's so much they're exposed to that tells them they're not good enough or what they're doing isn't good enough. And so I, as a parent, started to slowly realize this, like, how does it make me feel when I go on Facebook and see all these great, amazing things that people are doing? And so if it makes me feel like that as an adult, how is it making my children feel? And sometimes, you know, you you could have those children that are just like, it doesn't bother me. But the more we expose, the more children are exposed to these type of things, the more it does bother them. You know, the more they do start to wonder, why can't I be like Tom, Dick and Jane? Why can't I be this rich person or have these type of parents or do these type of things? And they start to slowly in their mind, evaluate themselves and try to compare themselves to the people who are quite frankly, not even realizing that a lot of what we see on social media is not 100% accurate. Um, it is fluff and they don't realize that. So that's why I say, especially in this time and age, it is so vital to teach our kids how to deal with their emotions. It is vital to teach our kids and to show our kids that they are enough just how they are and that they are on a journey and that it is something that 
everyone goes through in life and they're not exempt. Nobody's exempt. It doesn't matter how famous this rapper is or how famous this singer is or how much this Instagrammer is making. They went on a journey to get to that point. And some of them are on this journey, not even being able to mentally deal with what's going on in their lives, you know? And so it's important. It's important to let your kids know that not only are you flawed, that everyone's flawed. You know, it's it's important to let our kids know we're not perfect and nobody is perfect. Everybody has their problems. It doesn't matter what you see on that little screen in front of your face when you're flipping through whatever social media platform you're flipping through, um, you know, at the point in time and whatever you're seeing. that it's important. It's important to let our kids know and understand that everybody's flawed. No one's perfect and that they are enough, that what they're doing is enough in the point in time that they're doing it in and that they, and that they have to keep moving forward. And it's crazy because sometimes, you know, you hear people say that and you're like, well, I don't want to, I don't want a kid who's going to think like what they're doing is enough. And and they sit on a video game all day. Of course, no, we want to push our kids to do better and be great. And, and, push them to their towards their goals and their journeys, even if they don't know what it is, because there occasionally are those kids that social media shows them these things. And they're like, well, I'm just going to be cool sitting on the video game and, and, and chatting with my friends because that's what I see on social media. And I don't want anything else out of life. And they have to slowly learn those lessons, you know, even in that aspect outside of emotion. Um, but you know, as parents, like I said, we don't get a, we don't get a, a book. Nobody says that straight out the hospital. Yeah, you're a parent now. So here's your parenting guide on how to raise this kid in a positive way so that they can become the greatest thing ever in life. Right. <laughs> we do the best we can. And then of course, when we're doing the best we can, you know, we do the best we can. And, and it's important to let our kids know that it's important to let our kids know, like, Hey, I know I'm not a perfect parent, but I am doing the best I can. I am doing what I can. I think that kids, when they go through their journey, I know I did. Um, even if it was things that I did not like that my parents did, or even if it was things that I felt like my parents did that may have hurt me emotionally, physically, or whatever it was, not physically, but so much, but emotionally or anything that I felt like it created an emotional damage in my journey. As a parent, I started to really see and think like, yeah, like my parents were on a journey too, right? My parents were dealing with things too, because they were human. And to have this thought like, you know, why did I get the flawed parents? I didn't think that necessarily, but that my parents were flawed. But sometimes I would, as a kid, look and say, you know, these people have rich parents. These people have successful parents. These kids have a big house, not even knowing what the heck is going on. Like if even they have a happy home, because that that appearance is always everything. Everybody looks at what they see and not, um, and you never know what's really going on underneath, underneath the blanket, right? You never know what's really going on. And um, that's one thing that me and my husband always try to do. And we've always agreed on as, and I think that's why Um, I feel like we're pretty successful as parents. Of course, our kids have their issues. Every kid does. Um, I feel like we're pretty successful in parenting together, co-parenting as parents. We had our moments. Every parent does. But one thing I feel like both my husband and I understood, and I think more so my husband, I had to kind of learn it, um, as I became 
the longer I was a parent, I kind of had to learn it. But um, I started to understand that, yeah, it's it's important to um, provide your children with emotional stability and to explain to your children, like, things about, explain to your children, like, that things aren't perfect, people aren't perfect, and um, that we as parents have gone, are going through things, you know? I think it's important to do that because a lot of times I hear kids, I hear, I hear people my age talk and they talk about the things they went through as kids and how their parents were a mystery to them emotionally. Like, I don't know if my parent was happy. I don't know. Like I could tell my mom wasn't or was happy or this is what happened, you know? And for me, I think it's really important. Like I find myself a lot of times explaining to my kids, like, you know, I went through this in my life, but this is why I went through the, this is why I parented this way. This is what, you know, I felt was best at the time. And I have those conversations with my kids. Um, not as much as I would like to, because we get so busy from time to time, but I do try to have those, those conversations with my kids. What a lot of people don't realize is hurt, hurt people hurt people, right? So if our parents have gone through something in their life and they're hurt and, and they're trying to navigate their way of being parents, if you've gone through something in your life and you're hurt, you're trying to navigate your ways through parenting. Yeah, you're going to make mistakes. And it's important for your kids to know that. That's why I made mistakes because I too did not have my stuff together. Like they need to understand that, you know? And, um, I think that that is, um, helps create that emotional stability in children is to let children know that you yourself as a parent weren't okay or had to go on a journey. And it's important for kids to understand that it's important for parents to not expect the child to be perfect. And it's important for kids to not expect the child to be perfect perfect. And I learned that the hard way. Unfortunately, I, I, I learned it the hard way. Um, but I'm glad I learned it. And I'm glad I understand it on the level I understand it. at. And sometimes, you know, as parents, when you learn things, you can't just sit back and say, hey, I regret this and and, and just be sad about it. You got to do something about it and, and rise above the occasion and, and move your family forward in a positive direction. Because like with me being a 20, having a 23 year old, sometimes I think like, oh, it's too late for me to give him this understanding. But no, it's never too late. You know, it's never too late to explain to your child that you were out of your mind at one point in time. <laughs> like, you know, and I laugh about it. Um, but it's true. It like not to make light of the situation, but it's true. It's it's important to let her to go back and retract. Once you get your stuff together, like I think it's vital to go back and retract and, and tell that child like, hey, yeah, I was not okay for various reasons. You don't have to tell them all the ins and outs of the reasons, but kind of explain to them like, you know, I was not emotionally okay at that time. And um, I am now and we can move forward from there, you know, and just let kids let, you know, we as parents have to understand and we have to engage our kids and help them understand that sometimes things don't go our way and sometimes we are not okay as parents. And if we as parents are not okay, we have to understand that sometimes our kids are not okay and we have to provide them that support and that stability and that, um, and teach them how to deal with their emotions teach them how to deal with their emotions and teach them how to love themselves teach them to understand that no matter what they are going through in their journey they will always be enough 
so until our next episode kings and queens keep growing keep loving and living your sageness